0: Hello, hello, and welcome to another episode of the Yankees Magazine Podcast. I'm John Schwartz. I'm the Deputy Editor for Yankees Magazine. Joining me right now across the table, we have our Executive Editor, Nathan Makaborski. What's up, Nate? Hey, John. How's it going today? Nate, it's good. We're recording this on Tuesday. It's Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day. That's right. We're we're recording this a little early because we're about to go to press. This is going to come out Thursday. I'm not available Thursday morning to do this recording because I'm going to be in Mechanicsburg, Pennsylvania, watching the first issue of Yankees magazine roll off the presses. It's a, uh, it's pretty real all of a sudden, huh? Yeah, I love it. I love it. It's a, uh, you know, a
1: very, very busy time of year here uh, in the Bronx for all departments, but publications department, certainly. Um, there's just a lot of stuff flying around right now. And um, yeah, subscribers can, can, Look forward to getting that first edition of Yankees magazine in their mailbox uh, in a you know probably a couple of weeks here. And, um, you know, if you were kind enough to take advantage of our holiday offers over the winter, there might be a, a voucher for two free tickets in there with it, along with it. So uh,
0: Wait, let me rephrase. There will be a voucher for two free tickets in there. This isn't like a lottery of some sort. Uh, we are planning on fulfilling the obligations of uh, <laughs> the package you ordered, but go on.
1: Yeah. No. So that's it. So, you know, that'll be... Uh, An exciting day when that arrives in your mailbox and a great way to kick off uh, another season of Yankees baseball.
0: It really is. I I feel like on the the one hand, we did lie a little bit. I said the last time we recorded that the next time we recorded would be during spring training. Now, truly, this episode will come out uh, when spring training has started. Spring training has not officially started yet, but man, if you follow Yankees beat writers on Twitter, you would not know that because they are down there in Tampa and action is happening Aaron Judge is working out at first base, so maybe uh, we'll find out what that's about at some point. <laughs> but you know, it's just you're, you're seeing these videos that right now they're being shot through a fence a little bit, and they're pretty far away. And you know, as the week goes by, they'll get a little uh, crisper and better, and everything like that. And they'll sooner enough be in the best shape of their lives. But man, it it just it feels so much like baseball. Nate, you're going down next week. I'm going down the week after that. It, it, it's 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 upon us. Yeah, it's, um, you know, I can't wait to get down there.
1: I actually have a little uh, weekend getaway with my family up to Vermont this weekend. So I'm going to be going straight from like the uh, 20 degrees cold and snow down to Tampa in the middle of next week. So hopefully I'll, uh, you know, I'll have to boost up the vitamin C to make sure everything goes well. But um, yeah, I-, I can't wait to get down there. I-, I love just, you know, stepping off the plane into that, you know, Tampa sunshine and then. Getting to the ballpark and just seeing the familiar sights and hearing the familiar sounds of baseball being back—it uh, just kind of like rejuvenates the soul, you know. It's like, okay, the Super Bowl's over, football season's over; it's it's baseball time now. And uh, those first few glimpses of the Yankees working
0: out down at Steinbrenner Field uh, really kind of get the juices flowing for me, for sure. So, I definitely want to put a pin in this for now because I want to make sure we get. Uh, Into the second half of this episode talking about some of those things that we're most looking forward to with spring training the things that we like the most what have you kind of what I would love to do is hopefully give our listeners a little sense of first off just why they should come but also what it's like and and, and, you know what you get to do down there. But before we do that, because like I said, as this episode comes out, I'm going to be probably on no sleep watching. You know page 68 roll through the presses or whatever it is Uh, Nate you have it in front of you though you have you have the proofs in front of you of the spring issue of Yankees magazine I thought it would be a good idea before the stories are online before we start really diving into each one of these Just to give a sense of what's in this magazine that we've been working on so much for the last couple months Yeah, well, you know you and I, John, kind of had the, uh, the the
1: privilege of writing sort of dual cover stories. Privileges. Yeah. So, you know, obviously the, the biggest story of this offseason uh, was the re-signing of Aaron Judge, which you, uh, you know, so deftly write about in, in the, I guess, the cover story that, uh, you know, folks down in Tampa will see. You know, we like to do something a little special for, uh, for, the, for the team stores down there. And so we've got a, a really cool cover Uh, featuring Aaron Judge uh, holding up a special jersey. It was just like a really unique uh, photo shoot that we did with him on the the day of his press conference here in the Bronx. Um, So that'll be the version that's on sale down at GMS Field. And then the version that's going out to subscribers has another key re-signing from this past offseason, Anthony Rizzo. Um, And I, I wrote about Anthony coming back to the Bronx and, you know, why it's just such a kind of a match made in heaven, Anthony Rizzo and the New York Yankees. Um, and then, you know, we keep going down the list here. And uh, the, the story that our boss, Al, has spent the, the good portion of the first part of 2023 working on uh, a really, really impressive feature about uh, George Steinbrenner and the entire Steinbrenner family now having owned the Yankees for 50 years. Uh, Certainly a a milestone worth celebrating uh, in the pages of Yankees magazine, for sure. And then, John, you actually got to spend a little time with one of the Yankees' top prospects this offseason, Austin Wells, uh, for a really great Q&A that appears in this magazine as well. So, you know, those are the feature stories that readers can look forward to seeing and you know, there's tons of other smaller stuff in there that uh, I think is is fun and interesting, you know, from the, the poster, the first pitch, bomber bites and all that good stuff as well. So uh, really excited about this
0: issue and uh, eager for people to see it. It's really what you want an issue to be in a lot of ways, I think. And I, I mean, look, you know, am I biased? Of course I'm biased. I wrote uh, quite a few of the features in there and I was involved in the conception of all, all of them. But uh, th- th- what I mean by that is, if you were to pick up this magazine, you're getting a sense of the absolute biggest star in the Yankees universe. You're getting a sense of possibly one of the next stars in the Yankees universe. You're getting a sense of what is happening this month and who are some other guys to look out for. I, I, you know, we didn't mention Garrett Cole. I promise you, there are several pictures in there of Garrett Cole. <laughs> Carlos Rodon is well represented, all, all these things. And I, I don't know, it, it, it's always a hard issue to write, and, and to work on in a sense, because it's, it's, it's the one... In, issue of the magazine we do when we have the least access to the team in a lot of ways you know we can't run out to the clubhouse in january and get some quotes for a story that we're working on and so it's always as we go through the process of kind of trying to build this thing out and figure out what's going to be in there it, it it's less about what are the obvious stories than it is about what can we do in, in the off season in some ways and, and you know because Aaron Judge was a free agent who resigned and was named captain because Anthony Rizzo resigned because I happened to be in Vegas and had access to Austin Wells because the anniversary with the Steinbrenner's, it just, a lot of this magazine just really came together in ways that I think reads a little bit more seamlessly than it always feels when you're doing this in the dead of winter. It really is, again, I mean, we're not in the coal mines, don't get me wrong, but it is a harder issue than I think it looks.
1: Yeah, I agree. It's a it's a different set of challenges. Uh, like you said, the access is, is a little different. You know, there are things we do, you know, there's events and awards dinners and stuff where you might be able to go grab a quote here or there. But yeah, in terms of, uh, you know, the, the full length feature story, feature story writing that we like to do during the season, um, it, it's, it's trickier. Um, and then, you know, of course, right on the heels of this, we also have, you know, a 200 plus page yearbook oh, yeah. to it's crack not, it's out and nothing. <laughs> <laughs> and
0: in an April magazine as well. So, um, yeah. yeah both, it, both of which, just to point out, both of which come out on opening day. I mean, we have two magazines coming out on the same day, essentially, which is different from our usual schedule. So, yeah. I, I, and we've said this over the course of all these episodes, but you know they, the oh how did you spend your uh, winter break how, you know how easy was your off season it actually gets pretty challenging there yeah i mean this is the
1: time of year where i feel like i have like probably the most anxiety because it's just once the season begins and you get to opening day then it's like you kind of get into a groove where you know what to expect and there's you know one magazine every month and you could plan things out well in advance but right now it's just like there's so much work ahead of us in these next you know four to six weeks Um it, it's pretty daunting but um it, it's a, a challenge that you know you and i have have weathered together many times now and it's it's one that i look forward to every year because it's still uh, a ton of fun
0: to work on these publications it's also funny for me too and and i, I imagine i don't want to speak for you i imagine you feel the same way obviously yankees magazine get the yankees magazine podcast you, you know who we are you know what you're getting from us i, I I will always say I will put our coverage up against anybody else's in terms of how robust it is and, and how, you know, holistic in a sense it is and, and covering the entirety of the team. We're not going to be talking that much about some of the harder business sides of the negotiations between player and team and things like that. That's not going to be what we do necessarily. And yet, that is a lot of what happens in the off season. That is a lot of what the off season stories are. And I don't know about you. Uh, how many years is this here for you now? This is I just had my fifteen year anniversary recently. Okay, yeah. so this is this is my tenth season coming up. And I can tell you, and I have this every year. You, you you sit down to write that story in January or whenever it is you're doing, and this time it's like Aaron Judge and man, like okay, that's a. It Should be an easy topic. I guess it's Aaron judge, you know hit 62 home runs last year. That was a big deal Hey, he's the captain, but of course I find myself falling into that sense of I've already written so many words about Aaron judge in my career here Like how do I write different words? (laughs) You know, how do I find different adjectives right Uh, and you know you sit down there and and, and I, I find again this time of year I can't work off the inspiration of last night's game. I can't just say, sit there and say to you guys, like, you know what? I'm going to start writing tomorrow. Tonight, I'm just going to sit and watch. And really, I'm going to get something to work off tonight. And it's it's strange because, again, like, you know, what what could be easier, in a sense, than writing the Aaron Judge cover story on him being named Captain? Like, I mean, A lot of that, you think it should write itself in some ways. And, and I, I don't think this is my best story. I don't think this is the story that, I mean... You know, I'm happy with it. Whatever, I'm not. I'm not trying to knock in any way. I'm not trying to false humility or anything like that. It's just, it's so strange to sit there and just like say to yourself, like, well, yeah, okay, he was named the captain, and yeah, he signed the contract. But what do I have to say about it? What do, what am I bringing to this? A couple months later, and man, like, it's hard. Like, it, <laughs> it, it, it just was different for me. And I think in both of our cases, Nate. And I, and again, I, I I like thinking that this is what we can generally, you know, bring to the table here, you know, I mean, so I tried to figure out a little like strange way Aaron has of talking sometimes and talking about himself and maybe, and and I latched onto that. You went into Rizzo's Italian heritage and really dove right into that. And it's just, you know, you read these stories and there's no one, I, I think in spring training at, at GMS Field who's going to be picking this up to say, oh, Aaron Judge was named the captain of the New York Yankees. Who, <laughs> Who knew? <laughs> you know, But I, but I just – How many home runs <laughs> last year? <laughs> <laughs> I do like to think, though, that we are bringing something different in this magazine. And, and that's what we try to do. That's what I hope we do. I know that's what – I think we make our lives harder sometimes than uh, it might always have to be just because we are trying to be different. We are trying to be interesting. We are trying to – give readers something that goes beyond just you know we are the new york yankees we have a new right fielder to introduce or an old right fielder to introduce here you here you go yeah i mean that's, that's that's what i'm hoping at least no oh, and you do a
1: great job of it john and that's what makes this job so much fun like writing magazine stories is it's a different animal you know because uh you know the newspaper guys or, or the the daily guys like that's a whole different set of challenges where you know there's so much to cover you have you're covering every little transaction and every little injury and every tiny detail of of everybody on this team it's that's a lot and that's really hard but what you're saying about you know we have a readership that's very uh you know they know a lot about the yankees like we're not going to Surprise anybody, like you said, with uh, by telling them that you know Aaron Judge is the sixteenth captain in Yankees history. They know that, but you know when you're able to present it in a way that puts it into a greater context, or you know sprinkle in details that maybe maybe people don't know, or maybe they had forgotten, or like you did with the Judge story. Talk to some of the other captains in Yankees history and and get their perspective on it. Um, Those I think are some of the the ways that we
0: make, you know compelling stories hopefully and 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 I'll add one thing on top of that too You know look if you want to roll your eyes at again, Yankees magazine the New York Yankees The Yankees magazine podcast at what to expect from our very large feature about the Steinbrenner family I'm not gonna blame you. I I, I don't know what I would expect either. All I would say is read the story. That's a real real in-depth look at the totality of a very complex man to really understand what he, he was trying to do and how he did it and how you know he half a century now of, of this family being here and what it has meant it's a lovely story in a lot of ways it's, it's a really meaningful story about just this you know pursuit of excellence and championships and all that stuff I learned so much from that story stuff that I just found completely fascinating and I, I again I you know just to keep repeating it I would urge everybody to read that story learn about it it's fascinating and it's a fascinating life and it's a fascinating family and I think again you know we we can sit here you want us to fill up 160 pages of New York Yankees content we could do it you know I would like to see uh you know i, I don't I don't think a lot of the other twenty nine teams though are are, are doing. Uh, This level of coverage of their team and this level of really mining into the depths of kind of what makes the team what it is And what makes the team interesting for its fans? And I I know that every time we do another one of these issues. I come out of it prouder than the one before
1: Yeah, and you know, I mean the the the, uh, Mindset of the Steinbrenner family plays a big part in us being able to do that. I mean, there's you know, certainly there was uh, great Yankees history before 1973. And, you know, there's plenty of stuff from back in the old days that is worth talking about still and writing about still and people love to read about. But over the last 50 years, I mean, that success, that determination to win has continued. And it just, I mean, looking at this table of contents for this issue right now, I'm looking at a picture of Aaron Judge standing there in his suit, you know, having just been named Yankees captain and having signed a nine year deal like that's huge. And we get to write about that. And, you know, I mean, there's a lot of other teams in a lot of other cities and other sports that they just, you know, for whatever reason, the, the, those ownership groups or whatever don't have the same level of commitment. But when they do. Uh, it makes for a very exciting time and a, a very exciting team year in and year out and Never any short like we never sit here during an edit meeting and are like, oh man What are we gonna say? What can we talk about? Like it's never hard to fill out an edit lineup for this team in this magazine
0: yeah, and, and look we're about to you know We already have a lot of the things put together for it but We're about to really start putting pen to paper on the April issue the yearbook were basically done with all the players bios in there and a lot of the stories yeah it moves on in a sense and next thing you know i mean you know this as well as i do it's going to be september and we're going to be sitting there <laughs> thinking where where did it all go but it's just look like i said and i think this is actually a good place to turn the page a little bit here because as you said Nate you're going next week i'm going the week after and you know, there, it is just kind of the start of that routine. It all kind of like just starts clicking into place right now where we know exactly what the next couple of weeks and the next couple of months, everything, it's all going to gonna fit into its place in a sense. And, you know, we'll, we'll see exactly what that place is come mid to late October or early November, hopefully. But, you know, it's a, you feel like kind of the you're at the roller coaster ride and you finally got to the front of the line and the train's pulling up to get into. And now it's like, well, let's see where this goes. Yeah. Oh, it's it's super exciting. I just you would think that maybe after 15 years it
1: would become old hat, but it couldn't be further from the truth. I mean, it's uh, I'm
0: ready. Let's go. You mentioned getting off the plane and the sun and everything like that. That you know, weird citrusy smell that Florida has sometimes, or maybe that's jet fuel. <laughs> I don't know. But uh, what 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 is your favorite thing uh, that you look forward to every year when it comes to spring training? You know, I, I always go uh, really early because. Um,
1: I usually help out on photo day, you know, that's a day when every player and every coach goes around from station to station and all the different, you know, media outlets, uh, Yankees magazine and, you know, the yes network and, uh, all the newspapers, everybody, they have like their little stations set up where they, you know, can take photographs of the players. And, um, that day, just it always starts very very early. I usually get to the ballpark. It's still dark out. The sun hasn't even risen yet, and uh, you know, just being out there on the field or in the dugout or wherever we happen to be set up that year at Steinbrenner Field as the sun is rising, uh, it just seems like a, a, a metaphor for the for the whole season, you know. And it's uh, it's just always just a very memorable feeling to be there during that time and then you know that usually the coaches come out first you know starting around might not even be seven in the morning and, and they start kind of trickling out one at a time and then you know some of the younger players the guys with the real high jersey numbers that you're not really uh too familiar with yet they start coming out and then you start seeing some of the familiar faces, the guys who have been on the team longer, the guys who maybe have a little bit of a relationship with from having interviewed in the past. Um, and it's just, I don't know, there's there's something about that day and being able to be part of photo day that uh, just it always sticks with me. I always look forward to it. Uh, it's a, an exhausting day, but
0: a really, really cool, unique experience for sure. It's interesting because I, I always – and I don't know why it is exactly, but it just is the way it always goes and, and often the way I choose it. I always go out once the games start. I'm never there just for the workouts. Um, and the funny thing about being there when the game starts is what that means because I'm usually not going to travel to a road game during spring training because there's usually enough guys who hang back to do a workout and things like that. You can get stuff done. So I'm really only – you know, if I go there for four or five days, I'm seeing only two or three games. <laughs> yes. and uh, But – there's just that sense of when you walk into the clubhouse for the first time for me. That that just always – I mean, it just – that clubhouse has a smell to it. The clubhouse, it always feels a little more humid in there than it should necessarily. It's packed because they have rows and rows of extra lockers in there because you know even though, like I said, I go when the game starts, it's still usually the first week of games. So all the prospects are still in big league camp. Minor league camp hasn't even opened yet. And it's just always – you, you just like look around and it, there's that sense of like, you know, first, okay, I'm back. And then it's like, okay, who who's lockering where? You know, I remember like when CeCe left, who has CeCe's locker? Who is Derek's locker? All these things. And you know, you're looking around the room. And it's just a time I, I love that first day of kind of going around and just saying hi to people. And 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 you know, people whether it's my kids or whether it's friends, they're always like, "Oh, this, do these guys know you?" And and I, I always say the same thing. It's like, I mean, they recognize me, but I don't think they care about me. And I, and and, and, <laughs> and I mean it sincerely. Like, I don't think they should. I'm just I'm just another guy who's like bothering them when they're half dressed, you know, trying to <laughs> ask questions of them. But there is always that sense that, like, yes, I'm doing that to them. You know, April first to you know whatever it ends in October. Yeah, it's just you're, you're doing your job. They're doing theirs for sure. It's just different in spring training, though. In spring training, you can ask. Four to five extra questions and and, and ask about their kids and ask about how they're doing and you don't feel like they're rushed and you don't feel like you're rushed it's just that i I can think back to you know last year when i wrote about a guy who's not on the team anymore lucas litke and you know this the whole like angle of my story if you will the frame of my story was about bourbon and the only reason that came about was because we were just chatting And he's we just started talking about bourbon for some reason, and 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 that just got my brain thinking. But like again, you know we have great access during the regular season. Don't get me wrong. It's just I don't really go up to Yankees pitchers during the regular season and start talking to them about alcohol. (laughs) You know, it's just (laughs) but it's just one of those things. It's spring training. There's just this time to you know, find out what you did, where you traveled, you know, what, what what do you like to do when you get to spend more time with your kids? How do you make it different in that time of year? You know, are you the dad who always drives them to school and everything like that? Yet, All that stuff. It's, it's, you you get back into it really quick and you just, you know, I kind of like to spend that first day just going around shaking hands a little bit and just kind of saying like, Hey, we're going to be spending a lot of time together (laughs) over the next uh, seven to eight months. Uh, It's good to see you again. How are you?
1: Yeah. There's kind of like a, a family reunion feel to it and it it extends to the front office as well too sure. because you know we have um you know there's a lot of yankees front office employees who are based in tampa and they work out of Steinbrenner field year round and you know we might correspond with them over email or, or over the phone you know throughout the course of the year but this is for a lot of us who are up here in new york uh spring training is like the one time a year when you get to like actually Talk to people face to face and and reconnect with you know colleagues down there. So um, yeah, you know that that feeling, that reunion feeling, kind of uh, permeates the ballpark down there, and uh, it's just you know it's good vibes. And I it took me a long time to get down there. Like I think I was probably I don't know in my. 10th season at least maybe even further uh before i got invited to go down there i was like (laughs) there were a couple people ahead of me on the on the totem pole here in the publications department for uh for a long time so i never got the uh i was never an invitee down there but um i've been going pretty regularly since um even you know 2020 will always stick out in my mind because i was there for the uh the first game at Steinbrenner field and had my son there with me and, you know, we're getting all excited for the baseball season. Everything was normal in the world and (laughs) nothing went wrong. And then we came home we're like, what happened to the baseball season? It just went away. And it was a long time (laughs) before anybody could sit in the stands and watch a baseball game again. Um, But yeah, I mean, I got tons of great memories from going down there, tons of great uh, meals that I've had down there. So I'm excited to uh, return to some of my favorite
0: haunts next week when I'm back down in Tampa. For me, you you know, my previous job, I would go, I would usually go to Arizona for the Cactus League. And what I would do, because I was with MLB, is I would essentially go to a different park every day. So I'd go there for like nine days or so and try to hit as many parks as I could. And some places out in Arizona, you know, and, and, and in Florida too, but more in Arizona. You have two teams in the same place, so I would even try to do two teams on the same day, essentially, and and get as much as I could. And you know, then you go over to the Florida side. Some years, and it's just a lot harder when you're doing that because everything is a lot more spread out, and it was certainly even more spread out back then. So you know, it, it wasn't until I came here that I, I I learned to kind of appreciate Tampa in some ways because it's different when you just kind of. Every day or you're going somewhere different and you get back to your hotel at like 6 p.m. after being on the road for two hours both ways. And the last thing you want to do is like, you know, just you have to sit down and prepare for the next day at that point. You're so exhausted. You order a room service or something, whatever. It, it, it is nice when we're down in Tampa now to just kind of have some of the same restaurants every year that you go to that you like, that you're familiar with and make it feel like it's kind of an extension of your work life down there when you go down there. And again, I always feel I need to point this out we're working hard when we're down there we are it is a very busy time for us we're, we're preparing a lot of stuff certainly there's the two publications we have coming out at opening day but we also use spring training to prepare a lot of our stories for the whole year in some senses, because as I've said, it's the best access to the players. So there's things you're going to be reading in Yankees magazine in August that whether they were fully reported or just the foundation of them was reported at spring training. I mean, you know, look for that in our magazine and you'll see some things like like that for sure. But yeah, including, you know, sometimes cover images or posters, you know, those are things sure. that might have been taken on photo day in February in Tampa. For sure. It, it, it is just... You do get the sense, though, of like when you're when you're working in the same city for her, you know, five six days or whatever it is, just to really get comfortable there and get familiar there and, and be able to get into a good work routine there again. With like, yeah, you know, every year, you know, it's just okay. I'll make it to Dats one day, you know. I'll, I'll make it to this place another day. I gotta I gotta hit this spot, you know, Soho Sushi certainly before I head out of there. All that stuff. It's always a it's it's certainly a part of the whole spring training experience because it's a pilgrimage in some ways. I mean, I don't want to make it sound too ridiculous, but it's just, you know, there's a whole lot of people there wearing Yankees colors and stuff, and they're not all from the Tampa area, let me assure you. Uh, It's a lot of people coming down to spend a nice couple weeks in some pretty good weather watching some baseball because they've missed it a lot.
1: Yeah, it's it's absolutely a great way to start the baseball season. And I like to talk to the fans when I'm down there. And there's certainly a lot of like, you know, Transplants from the Northeast who have moved down to Florida, and they're like, you know, I don't really get up to Yankee Stadium that much anymore. So when they come down here in March, this is my chance to go, you know, go see the Yankees. But you know, there's tons of other people from all over the country who are like, yeah, you know, it's 25 degrees back home, so come down, spend a few days in Florida, and catch some rays, catch some Yankees
0: baseball, and head back home. It's uh, it's certainly worth the trip. So while you are listening to this, as we said. We will be hard at work printing, actually printing, running off the presses, the March issue of Yankees Magazine. We can't wait to get into your hands. We hope that you will join us down in Tampa. We hope to see you there. If you do happen to make it to Tampa, you know, knock on the press box window, come look for the guys uh, wearing the Yankees Magazine credentials. We would love to talk (laughs) to you, but we do hope you'll get down there. We hope we'll see you soon. And Nate, next time we're actually in the same room together, I believe we will both have been at spring training. We'll both be back and we will both be probably losing our minds pretty aggressively with the deadlines ahead of us, (laughs) but also just that much closer to baseball season. Sounds good to me, man. I'm, I'm ready. Let's do it. Always sounds good. And to all of you, thank you for listening to another episode of the Yankees magazine podcast. We are closing out this season, if you will, and we have really exciting things that we're about to announce about the next season of this podcast. So we hope you will stick with us. If you aren't already, please subscribe, please rate, review us. Please tell your friends, please tell your family. You know, it, it was just Valentine's Day. What, what, what better Valentine could you give someone than a subscription to the Yankees Magazine Podcast? You can get us at yankees.com slash podcast or at the podcast app of your choice. Of course, we would also ask you to subscribe to the magazine, to read the magazine, to purchase the magazine. Go to yankees.com slash publications or call 800-GO-YANKS. Of course, all of our long-form content, including the stories that we began discussing today and we'll be discussing over the next few weeks, are online at yankees.com slash magazine. And we would love to hear from you. Please write to us at podcast at yankees.com. Lastly, please, 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 please follow us on Twitter at Yankees Magazine and like us on Facebook at Yankees Magazine. That's all for this time. We'll speak to you next time. Happy spring training and go Yanks. Hi, this is Aaron Hicks. For more stories like this one, subscribe by visiting yankees.com slash publications or by calling 800 go